Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Mike Wood, coming from the 317. I know it's been a while since I've been on hiatus, but I apologize to all my fans. But enough of all that. I have so much in store for us tonight. So if you don't mind, let's get into it. Look, I know I said I was going to start, but before I do, I wanted to give a special shout-out to the Warren Central Boys varsity basketball team. See, they've been on a long journey to the state title, and I believe they... Have they should well they deserve some recognition, and I believe this is their first go around to the state championship. So I just want to give them a special shout out since they're from my city. But anyway, for real this time, let's get into it. Okay, so I'm pretty sure everyone has heard of all the free agency trades going on in the NFL. The Dolphins have traded their top receiver, which is no surprise because they traded Jay Ajayi, and now he has a Super Bowl championship, and they. And also, Tyrod Taylor, now he's going to the Browns. And also, to leaves going to L.A. But the one that excites me and is more interesting than all of those trades is one of the Legion of Boom members, Richard Sherman. I mean, Sherman loves Seattle. I mean, he played all his career there so far. I mean, he pretty much went to two Super Bowl appearances. And actually won one of them. But see, this is the thing, though. This is the thing that excites me right here. It is the fact that he went one to one of his rival, rival teams. He went to San Francisco 49ers. I mean, that is crazy. He talked all that crazy stuff to Michael Crabtree and how he was sad and how the whole team was just garbage. And now he's about to play for him. A lot of people think it's because he's trying to get back at Seattle. I don't think that. I think I think Richard Sherman really really went. I think he went there, you know, just to to pretty much show people that hey, I can play wherever I want to play, and I guarantee I'm gonna make plays wherever I go. You know, so I feel like that's the real reason why Richard Sherman actually went to the Forty ers I mean, it's been a whole lot of crazy stuff going on in the NFL, and it's too much to cover for tonight. I tell you that, but. I feel like that was one of the things that need to be touched on. Richard Sherman is a, is a really, really good cornerback. And I, I can see him playing in this league for years to come. But I just felt like, the I guess, the way he felt about how Seattle treated him and how the way he was when he was injured, I guess that's what made him leave. I mean, I don't know. Only time could tell what's going to happen. And we only know what's going to happen when the season come up. But... But yeah, well, I mean, well, we'll we'll only know when the season comes. But anyway, another trade that kind of, mm, I guess, interest interested me or felt like needed to be talked about was, I guess, I don't know, man. I felt like, hmm. I just felt like Ty, not Tyrod Taylor, but um, felt like felt like I just feel like that that all all of these trades and and how the way they have how people is trading their top guys is kind of is kind of crazy, and especially how the Dolphins just traded their top receiver. 
Um, they just they just gave him away. I mean, what was what was the point in that? He's a he. I mean, he's he's a top receiver. He's been he's been a top receiver for the last couple seasons. I mean, what did they get out of that? What a, a, a maybe a potential draft pick. I mean, they don't have no franchise guy there. I mean, we all know the I mean, Jay Cutler, he's done. And Ryan Tannehill is not the guy. I just feel like they need to look at other options. I mean, I feel like they could have kept him and just got him a quarterback. That could have been that that that's really all he needs is a quarterback. But like I said, you talking to the team that traded Jay Ajayi. I mean, I didn't I felt like that was wrong. I mean I did. I did. But uh anyways, moving on from that, I do want to talk about some of these signings too, because I feel like they need to pay Le'Veon. I mean, he, he made it clear that he's not staying. Obviously. I mean, Le'Veon Bell was is that guy in is with the Steelers. I mean, wow, what would, what was the point? Of not signing him. Why you keep franchise tagging him? I feel like he he has made his mark that I'm here to stay and I'm I'm here to play, but I'm not gonna play unless y'all pay me. And I guess they don't feel like he's worthy enough to be to get paid. So I mean what I mean they they, they pretty much paid Antonio Brown. He's one of the highest paid receivers. I mean why not pay this man and quit quit franchise tagging him? See, that's what I don't understand about some of these NFL, about some of these GMs, man, and 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 and, and these front office guys. Why why don't you want to pay your, your top guy? It's 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 redundant to me. It's it's so stupid because you need to, you want these guys to produce, but when they do produce, you want to pay them less. I mean, pay this man. Pay this man. That's just like that's just like Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson finally got a new contract. He's been the guy. He's pretty much been the guy since day one. Since he's been there, he's the guy. And I feel like that's that's what kind of discourages the. Now don't get me wrong. Football shouldn't just just be about money. But you got this guy. On the same team as me, and yes, he is a good receiver, and yes, he is that guy. I'm that guy too. I'm ha- I'm having over a thousand rushing yard seasons, and I'm only getting paid what maybe five six million compared to this guy. He's getting paid about twenty million, twenty five thirty thirty million. I mean, it's pointless. Why not pay this man? He ain't pay this man his money. I don't know. I'm not a front office guy, but I feel like if it was it was if it was somebody like that, I just believe that they should have a better contract. That's just me. That that is that's just me. But moving on. So I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure everyone has a busted bracket. I know I do. I'm not even gonna lie. Like my bracket is already through and <laughs> the first round. <laughs> well, because once the once Virginia lost, I mean, eh, and then I had TCU losing. I mean, 
we have all these upsets, and we witnessed a lot of upsets in the first two rounds. Virginia losing, as I said earlier. Xavier losing. That was a shocker to me, too. I mean, I, I didn't see. I, I just didn't see them losing either. I had them going maybe to the Final Four. I had them definitely going to the Sweet 16. Um, TCU losing. Yeah, that's my team. <laughs> that's my dream college, and yes. Yes, I wanted them to go all the way, but I'm going to be realistic right now, and I knew they wasn't going to go all the way, and I really knew they wasn't going to get past Syracuse uh, because they were more defensive. More, yeah, more or less a more of a defensive team, Syracuse. But anyways, and Michigan State losing. I had Michigan State going all the way. I had Michigan State going all the way and I because I made two brackets. So I had Michigan State going all the way in one bracket and winning it all. And then in my second bracket, I have <clears throat> I have Purdue winning it all. <coughs> Excuse me. But, as long as Purdue stays in it and they win it all the way, I'm happy with that. See, because I'm, like I said, I'm an Indiana guy. I love my Indiana teams, you know, even though I'm more of a football guy. But, anything Indiana, I'm all for it. But, anyways, Purdue right now has a very formidable opponent. See, now they're playing Texas Tech coming up on the 23rd. And I feel like if, if Purdue can get past Texas Tech, because Texas Tech is a really good offensive team, and so is Purdue, don't get me wrong, but this is a a, a beast right here. Texas Tech, those guys over there, the number three seed, and they got talent. They got a lot of talent over there. But I feel like if Purdue can, can, can outlast the odds and win the game, Purdue going to go to the – they going to go to the Elite Eight. And play who they play. And, and and to me, I think they can win it all. I really do. The only the only other teams that's a, a threat, in my opinion, is Villanova. Because Villanova got that experience. They got that poise right now. And they handling business, and which is what I like. I like that a lot. But I don't know. A lot of upsets been going on lately. But I think Villanova, I think Villanova can do it. I really do. I think they can, you know, outlast the odds, but they can't. They, they're, they're not going to make it past. If they play Purdue, they're not going to play them. They're, they're not going to be able to beat them. I just think, in my opinion, even though Villanova is more experienced, and if Purdue doesn't make it, I guess Villanova will win it all. But that's just me. But anyways, if Villanova don't go, um, I, I'm gonna be honest, guys. I don't know who else would really go. I mean. It's so, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of other teams out there. I'm mean, Duke. It's just Duke, man. They, I don't know. Me, personally, I think they're choke artists. I mean, I don't know. They, they're they not consistent. Right now, they're being cons- more, a little more consistent than what I thought they were going to. I mean, I thought they was going to go out in the first round, me honest. Just being honest. But I guess, you know, they showing up and they showing out right now. And then UK just got an easy bracket right now. So, I mean, they going to the Sweet 16, and they might got some competition in there. I mean, because Kentucky is about to play they They're going to play Kansas. So, I mean, if, if, they, if Kentucky goes on to beat Kansas and... 
because Villanova got a very formidable opponent. They got West Virginia. And if they beat West Virginia, then definitely Kentucky is going to lose to Villanova. I mean, those guys are just too young, in my opinion, right now. It's not their time, and they need more time to develop. And they didn't have too many shaky games already, in my opinion, before March Madness even started. But, I mean, they went on to win their SEC championship, but who's really in the SEC? Who? Bama? I mean, Colin Saxton? And Alabama, I mean, I mean, that, that's what you want to argue, but I'm not sure. But yeah, I know you guys. Some of y'all guys, no, not some. Most of you guys have a busted bracket, just like I do. You know, so I'm hoping my other bracket will pull through, even though that bracket is kind of messed up. <laughs> but I mean, it is what it is, though. This is the see, but this is what I love about March Madness. It's the fact that expect the unexpected. So you got guys in, in 10th seed and 11th seeds beating first and second seeds. I mean, that's that's crazy. That's crazy and, and unexpected. But see, a lot of the and then, and then you you doing all these statistics on okay, Virginia had a 98.5% in winning that game. And they lost. I mean, they they pretty much lost. So I mean, I and, and and Florida State, nobody had Florida State winning their game. I mean, they didn't. They just didn't. So I just want to, you know, just give a, a a special congratulations to those guys that went on and and won their games because nobody had Florida State beating Xavier. I'm just be honest. Nobody had them beating Xavier. I didn't have them beating Xavier, and they did. But let's move it on along. Okay, now I really want to get touched on. I, re- I really want to touch on LeBron James right now. LeBron James is that guy. He is that guy right now. Just the other night he had a a, a 40-point game with a triple-double. I mean, he had a triple-double, and he's in his 30s. We talking about LeBron. We talking about LeBron James. Right now, LeBron... It's shooting just a even though Curry hasn't been hasn't played the whole season because he's been injured, he's still shooting. LeBron is right now shooting be, a better three point percentage than Kevin Durant has a better assist. Well not well not right now, but back in the rookie season not rookie season, but MVP season, excuse me. In his MVP season, LeBron is shooting better than Kevin Durant at, at the three point shot. Also, LeBron has more assists than D. Rose did in his MVP season right now. Right now, LeBron has a better shooting percentage than Kobe did in his MVP season. I mean, let's numbers don't lie, guys. Numbers do not lie. And we all know this. And we all know this. We all know that numbers don't lie. So let's just give the man his credit when credit is due. And y'all can argue all day that LeBron hasn't had anybody. Oh, he had all these superstars on the team. And, and they should have had a way. They, they should have been a cakewalk. And nobody's in the in the East. And Come on, guys. You got you this. This LeBron isn't young like how Curry, Durant, and, and Kawhi, and all of those guys are. 
So you got to give credit when credit is due. And if he's out here producing way more than he got a whole bunch of, I mean, he got a, a whole bunch of role players on the team, which is good because this is because the reason why the Cavs didn't make it the first time is because you had too many guys thinking that they was the guy. That they're the franchise guy and they're not. This is LeBron's team and y'all knew that when y'all signed on. For example, Dwayne Wade complaining about no playing time. Well, you got to think about it. I mean, come on, dude. You, you're in your 30s. You're old. And then on top of that, you're not producing. You're not producing enough. So what's the point of having you on my team if you're not even producing? So that's why they got him out of here. IT. They tried with IT. IT was was and he was already a controversial guy in the locker room anyways. Can't have all that controversy and, and, and all that negativity surrounded around you and expecting to stay. I mean it, it just will not happen. It just wouldn't happen. So I I mean I feel and I feel like me personally I think they need to get rid of J.R. Smith and find somebody else because he's not producing. I'ma just be honest. What is he doing? Nothing. Nothing. I mean, the D Rose is gone too. Crowder. I mean, I'm glad though they they had to clean up house with those guys though. It was too many superstars on the team and not, and not enough producing. Which is crazy because these are all talented guys. But now I feel like since Ice T know his role now, and since we coming coming up as a backup to Lonzo, then he has that. Now he now he knows since he knows that now now he's able to actually produce more than he was doing. I mean, he's having twenty plus points a game, which is good because see he's not a defensive guy, so he's not a starting guy to me. He's just not. He only. He he only he only was good in the sh- with the Celtics because of the coach. See, and this is when coaching come. This is when coaching is a critical thing because if, if you can take any guy and make him your guy, and what I mean by your guy is like your franchise player at that time, then that's that's wonderful coaching right there. I mean that you can't you can't ask for much more from a coach. If you can coach up anybody and make them a star player. Then you one of the greatest coaches to ever coach this game. And I believe that IT knows that he is not the guy with the Lakers and it's Lonzo's time. So now he's going to come off the bench and drop these points. It's just like Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford, no, he's not the guy. He's a role player. But he's dropping points for the Clippers. I mean, he has. But we all, I but I think when if, and, and and if we want to get into MVP talk, I just believe that LeBron is. But I just think and it's clear it's clear who who the two finalists should be. It should be other uh, James Harden because James Harden is out here killing the game. He 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 just is. I mean he he put Dame on. I and I love Damian Lillard. That's one of my that's my favorite player right there. But he's even putting Dame on skates. I mean, he's he he's so it's so easy for him to get open. He can pass, and he's actually getting better at defense. I mean, he's right now. I mean, he he has a pretty good chance of winning the MVP this year. I mean, no, like I said, numbers don't lie. 
Numbers don't lie. So, I mean, <laughs> he's out here killing the game. But like I said, you can't count out you can't count out LeBron. LeBron is that guy right now and he's he's out here killing the game as well. I mean, he's producing more than 25 plus points a game. He's average, I mean, he's if he don't have a double double or triple double game, he's close to it almost every game. He knows what he has to do, but he it's his guys around him that got to know what to do and they got to produce. And I feel like the guys that he got now know that, and it's and it and it's going to click with them once they get in the playoffs. Even though they had a rocky start in the beginning, I feel like the Cleveland Cavaliers can go back to the back to the chip and and face off against the Warriors. Don't give me and and don't, and don't, don't think I don't for, I didn't I did not forget about the Celtics because I didn't. I love Kyrie and and, and Jalen Brown and all of those guys over there too. So I can't count them out, but I just feel like it's not their time right now. It's not their time. See, with those guys, they're a young team, and I like Jason Tatum too. Even though he got to get used to playing all those games because he didn't play all those games in college. But anyways, I feel like those guys right now are just a little too young right now. And don't and and, and I just think that they... They they don't have the experience that LeBron has in the playoffs and and in the championship game and he just LeBron has always been poised no matter what he has done or accomplished or or any of that he's always been a poised player. And a lot of people say he don't have that poise, but he does. I mean, everybody's saying, well, well. Well, well, without Kyrie, he wouldn't even have got that first championship, which is bullshit. Because, I mean, if if LeBron never got the block and passed it down there to Kyrie, Kyrie would have never even got the shot. If he really want to be technical, so I mean, let's I mean, and we can all go back and look at the game film when he beat the beat the ball off the glass, rebounded the ball. And, and and flung the ball to the other side for Kyrie to get the shot off. So I mean, you you can either take it or leave it. I just feel like right now LeBron James is on his campaign to being the MVP right now, and he is the guy. Like he's the he and and, and excuse me when I say this, and I, and I know I'm offend a lot of Jordan haters right now, but right now LeBron is the goat. In my eyes, I see it. I see it. Everybody and, and a lot of people was trying to say that this is Durant's time now. And don't get me wrong, Durant is cold. Like this guy is a dog. Like seriously, but he's only a dog on the scoring side. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. He is. Durant is not a defensive guy. <laughs> he's never been a defensive guy. But I guarantee, if I need a shot though, he's gonna shoot it. I don't know about blocking, even though he's actually got more blocks than he ever he ever had this season. So I mean, I just feel like LeBron James, right? I just believe that LeBron James, and the way he's playing right now, he's gonna get. He's either gonna get another championship, or he's gonna get an MVP, or maybe even both. Maybe even both. And that's just me. That's just me, and I, and, I, and I believe that the Warriors are looking very vulnerable right now, so I don't even think he's going to face off against the Warriors again. 
He might even face off against the Rockets. But moving right along, I just wanted to say that thanks for listening to my podcast tonight. And I'm sorry I've been, you know, in the midst about posting because it's been a while. But I love you guys and I love all the people that are listening to it. And like I said, and I just want to thank you guys again for listening to me tonight and I and, and, and for y'all to keep listening to me, please, because I love doing this. I really do. I love doing this. But good night, y'all. Uh, you know, I'll post next Wednesday for y'all and just keep tuned in on me, okay?